Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Stack. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And on The Stack, we talk about a couple of comic books that came out today and one advanced comic book. And let's be honest, we don't talk about a lot of them. We try to keep this to a nice, tight, short little stack. The Stack is always known for covering only the very basics. (laughs) Never do we cover 10 to 12 books at a time. Listen, guys, I'm a little under the weather this week. I'm Aww. tired. I could only get to, how many do we have? Five comic Five. books. Alex is sick, and that really impacts the show. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's do oh, the least, if we can. No, but yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm excited about the stack. I think there's a good stack of books to be talking about. It gives us time to really delve into it and not do any tangents. <laughs> Yay. No tangents. Oh, I'll hold boy. you to that, buddy. Not yeah. possible. Also, hold my cold medicine to that. I'm not going <laughs> on any weird, but at his tangents at all. Yeah, actually, listen, if you listen to all of our podcasts this week, I think you're going to see an Alex that is particularly unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> like cold medicine, sickness, uh, just general uh, life. Well, I'll tell you what else is unhinged. DC, deceased. DC's worth it for the pun alone. I'll tell you what. I hate how this is spelled. I know that's not <laughs> important. We'll talk about the book <laughs> in general. But the fact that it's spelled DC, the letters DC. And that's then the name I, of the company. And then again, DC, E-A-S-E-D has been fucking Ceased. me up. A bunch. Oh, you must hate all companies now because <laughs> no, they're all okay, spelled. Like, words I, get, spelled. I get that it's published by DC, but it, literally that it's like DC Comics, DC Deceased, which is too much. It's, it's just, just too much. Deceased. It's not DC. It's deceased. DC Deceased. No, it's just DC the title, Deceased. The title is just Deceased. deceased. No, the DC logo is right next to it. Yeah, but the, you don't read that. You're you don't talk into your microphone. Apparently. Yeah, fine, but you don't read <laughs> yeah. a symbol in a corner. You read no, you the have words. to read everything. I, well, I when I read get a comic, I'm like Marvel, Fantastic Four number ten, three dollars and ninety nine cents. Copyright <laughs> Marvel Comics. My favorite part of the title of any comic book is the ISBN number. Oh, it's uh, so hard. Yeah. Time. That's I, I know people say don't judge it by the ISBN number. Yeah, but I always <laughs> don't do. judge it. I just can't help it. I'm like those. 
bar, that barcode's too hey, thick. Do yeah. you guys think maybe we'll talk about the comic itself? No, man, we specifically said no tangents, so let's move on to the next comic we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's talk about Deceased. Uh, this is a big alternate universe event by Tom Taylor. Uh, it is their riff on zombie comics. Now, uh, leading into this, a bunch of people were making comparisons to Marvel zombies, yes. which was a straight-up zombie plague involving the Marvel heroes. This very much takes a DC riff to it. Uh, let's get into spoilers about it just to give the concept. Over uh, I got, uh, not ripped, but somebody very rightly pointed out that I was, with the previous issue of Heroes of Crisis, I was like, hey, uh, let's get into spoilers. Here's the spoiler with no break. So yeah. here's your spoiler break. Three, two, one. Okay, so Darkseid is finally trying to get the anti-life equation. He's trying to get it from Cyborg. Uh, in order to do it, he injects the Black Racer, the spirit of death, into Cyborg, which morphs into a virus that infects the internet back on Earth and turns people into rage zombies, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So, sort yeah. of like your crossed style zombie. Exactly. Uh, but the anti-life equation is, I think, a really smart twist on this sort of thing to yeah. give it that DC feel where it does feel different from Marvel Zombies. Mm -hmm. And it gets pretty dark pretty quick. How did you guys feel about this first issue? Well, I think, uh, you know, it it was kind of... I went up and down on it. There were really cool moments, like especially the part where Superman, like, like laser beamed somebody's phone that was in their hand so they wouldn't... Because you don't like phones. Right. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. that. You're like, yo, look up a little more. Nature's cool. Yeah, I yeah. do. It drives me nuts when people just walk around not looking Says up... Says a man literally wearing an Apple Watch right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Literally, your, your, arm, your wrist is yelling information at you. <laughs> yeah, and I, me. Let me be honest. Yeah, well, I'm not looking at it. All right? Because right now, we are engaged we in the are conversation. Truly, I'll tell you what. Deeply I, engaged. I have noticed <laughs> since you started watching wearing that Apple Watch, yeah. we over the course of a 20-minute podcast, you look at that at least five times. You do. You do. But it's all right. It's There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You're going to be deceased. <laughs> deceased. I thought it was kind of like a cool thing. I've never seen Superman do something like that, so I thought it was kind of neat. <laughs> Superman <laughs> kill a phone. What yeah. did you think about it? <laughs> but, <laughs> Pete took my answer. I was like, I love the strong take on cell phone technology. Well, uh, also, I agree, though, that they kind of like making their take on uh, uh, zombies with that, uh, you know, like... DC specific kind yeah. of thing. You agree with me on the plot of the book? Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was a cool. I agree with you, you about the title. Yeah, I don't Thank agree you. with you on yeah. the title. I, I don't agree with you. Established on this. Once again, we are unanimous. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, I thought it was uh, interesting. I'm scared for Batman, which I don't like. Um, I I did think this was fun. I mean, it's sort of a double step away from the normal zombie trope, where it's like. The anti-life equation um, and the virus, quote-unquote, is transferred via screens. Yeah. So there's no biting. Uh, there's some biting, but it doesn't do anything. Right. Just there, like a regular bite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not going to infect people through the bite. It's just going to bite people. Yeah, yeah. which is... It sucks. Uh, that's my no, kryptonite. I'll also say worse. Tom Taylor was behind the Injustice comic, which I don't know if you guys read, but was yeah. great. Absolutely great. Super dark. I never really played the Injustice video games or anything like that, but he did such a good job of giving that emotional heft, of making it dark, of making it cataclysmic for the DC superheroes. So I'm excited to see where he takes this. Yeah, I like Tom Taylor as a writer. I think he worked on X-23, I want to say, yep. over at Marvel for a yeah. long time, and a great run there. Great job there. Uh, I thought this is one of the first times where I'm reading Cyborg and being like, oh, he has sort of a personality. He was like <laughs> making jokes in this. Yeah. 
which I thought was good, refreshing. Um, I don't know how they're going to get away with not looking at screens. I'm not sure either. Yeah, they're done. They're fucked. That's it. Well, they're all wearing Apple watches in the book, which is pretty upsetting. Sponsored by Apple, Pete LePage. Jesus Christ. Uh, I also, to to Pete was saying about Batman, uh, Mm -hmm. I thought it was as a first issue to have Batman basically lose right out of the gate was exciting. It definitely raises the stakes for it. Uh, I'm curious to see where they go with it. I'm definitely picking up the second issue. I also really liked the moment with uh, Darkseed where he was just like, I'm good. I got what I want, and I and yeah. just walked off. And just having that moment with this, all the superheroes are just looking at each other, like, "Wait, what?" Uh, you know, that was a really powerful and cool kind of way to start an event. I think this brings up, and I, I don't ever take tangents, but just a quick tangent here. Uh, oh, Jesus, uh, I always I think it's very like we talk about this with Magneto and Mag. Some people say Magneto, Dark Side, Dark Seed. Yeah. Do you think in universe the heroes are ever like? Wait, Flash, what do you say? Do you say dark, dark side? Yeah. Are you, do you dark, dark side? I think, I think then he says back, actually, it's pronounced Flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Flash. The Flash. Getting your brand out there as a hero <laughs> or villain has got to be difficult. Yeah, they definitely argue about it a lot. All right, let's move on <laughs> to a big event happening over in Marvel Comics, War of the Realms number three. Oh, man. We've been really enjoying this crossover from Jason Aaron and blanking. Uh, Russell Dodderman? Russell Dodderman, thank you very much. Uh, and the last two issues have taken the War of the Realms to Midgard. Malekith essentially has been triumphant. Uh, yeah. Thor has been banished to Jotunheim, the realm of the Frost Giants, where he has been battling nonstop Frost Giants. Uh, meanwhile, the heroes of the Earth in the second issue essentially retreated. They lost, uh, and now they're banding back together and trying to fight back. So we're getting a lot of that this issue. How do you feel? How, do you think it's still holding up? Are you still into it? What would you like about this book? I feel great. Oh, you're feeling I, good. I also feel great. <laughs> I have great. a cold. I, feel healthy, I don't know yeah. if I established that. Uh, I, uh, I feel great about it, too. It is just... Every issue, I'm kind of foaming at the mouth for it, really excited for mm. what's no, going to be next. you got to stop looking at your screen. You're That's the problem. Okay. But I, I okay. just think <laughs> that they do such a great job of battling or, or kind of combining both action and story in such a fun way that really makes ish, each issue flow very nicely. Uh, I'm really impressed with all the different characters they're using. Amazing use of Daredevil in this. Yeah, uh, just uh, Daredevil took over um, the uh, Rainbow Bridge yeah. uh, in a cool way. I thought. Yeah, I just I'm really really excited about all the choices they have. Great this. Spider-Man stuff in this, mm-hmm. where he's Great like Punisher stuff in here too. I'll tell you what, I have a note on the Punisher. Oh, I'm sick of him. I've what, seen really. He's been around a little much. He has. He's in Daredevil uh-huh. right now. Who cares? He's in. It's great. Because why is everyone cool with him being around? He's a bad guy, basically. No, he is not. Compared to is everybody this else, now just coming up. He's been like this the whole. I'll tell you why. Now it's been coming up for the past thirteen years. We've been doing yeah. this show. Exactly. I'll tell you why. Because the most recent issue of Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky mm-hmm. um, has mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a, a yeah. sort of a uh-huh. two-hander sure. uh-huh. between sure. yeah. Daredevil and Punisher, and it's basically an Wait, indictment. Real quick, uh, you're the biggest Punisher fan. Did you read that? Pete? Nope. Interesting. Wow. wow. He really, really should read it. Even Pete is so sick of the Punisher, he won't pick up all of his issues anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. Not true. Not true. Uh, it's a great issue with it. Just sort of a, a great indictment of with the Punisher as a hero in the Marvel Universe. And that changed my... It made me not able to really enjoy him at all. Oh, wow. So a comic book came out and that is against Punisher and you agree with it, so now you're against the Punisher. I guess I'm finally hey, fuck able you to take... you and that comic, then. Uh, wow. You don't fuck comics? 
You don't fuck comics. Hey, I'm saying that 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 comic turned you off to the Punisher, and that makes me mad. I think it's a great story that made me really uh, no, think, I think it's about it. I, I will story. say this has always been the divide, the problem with having the Punisher in the Marvel Universe. There's gets, no problem with on, having the Punisher in the Marvel Universe. I'm supporting your point, asshole. Fucking dick. Uh, the Punisher can't really exist in a superhero world, right? He does. Yeah. Hold, hold on. I'm making a point <laughs> Just to fine. help you out, for God's sake. This is like you're drowning. You're drowning in a lake somewhere, and I'm like, "Hey, Pete." Yeah, and here's so a throw me the light. You're just explaining it to me. You're right. like, "Hey, you're, if you would just calm down, I'll throw <laughs> you this life preserver." But if you would stop thrashing around in the water, drowning, <laughs> and calm down a bit, I'll throw it to you. And yep. I'm the Punisher, and I feel like you did something wrong, and you're drowning. And so I'm like, "Here, take these bullets. I'm going to fill you with bullets." So it's you... not that doesn't fit in the analogy at all. So, <laughs> in order to have him exist in a superhero world, you need to make a separation between what the character is and where he is right. is essentially it. So I think, like, I agree with you. Seeing him in the superhero comics is sometimes weird where people are like, every other appearance of Punisher, they're like, you go too far, Frank Castle. No, I'm never crossing that line. And then every superhero comic, they're like, hey, Frank, you coming along? We're going to go shoot some stuff. You cool? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, let's do this. And also that every superhero comic, there always comes a point where it's like clearly a bunch of these people have done something wrong, so the Punisher should probably kill them immediately. But also that would defeat the purpose of the story if they're like, Punisher, come along with our Avengers group. And he's like, great, bang, bang in the face, bang, bang. Yeah. You know, so it, it doesn't make sense, but you have to separate it into, again, what the Punisher is and where he is. So Well, I'm sorry. That- it, and so I think in terms of the War of the Realms thing, the reason I'm okay is like, is it fun to see the Punisher and Wolverine palling around and yes. shooting crotch shots? Yeah, sure. Would he get killed in a second? Realistically, sure. Well, yeah, well, Am I reading a comic book? Also, sure. Right. Yeah. Everything well, is fine. Yeah, I'm sorry that the Punisher just really makes your guys' life so much harder. You know, the fact that there's a street level guy. It's the amount of paperwork we have to do whenever he kills everybody. Exactly. It's a a nightmare. I think about him every day. (laughs) Uh, Can I tell you the weird reaction that I'm having while we're getting into weird reactions about War of the Realms? And uh, I, I think I hit on it with this third issue. We've talked about this with the first issue and the second issue, but every issue I'm like, Okay, how are they going to keep this going? What is the structure of this? You know, yeah. because why are you worried about that? I don't know, but uh, this is what I'm wrestling with. Like, not in a a bad way. I'm just impressed, and I know that Jason Aaron has plotted out the story far in advance. He's an been planning writer. it for years. But I read this going like, okay, this should be a one or two issue story, right? You know, yeah. like they come and attack and they fight the back. But there's all these different levels and all these different parts to it, and so far it's really working for me, which is great, but I keep coming into it with this fear of like, okay, this is the issue where it's just going to start treading water. There's not going to be any new plot. But so far that hasn't happened, and it's great. I think he did a smart thing, or they did a smart thing by having it sort of just start with them losing. We don't have to follow that story. Now it's literally just the fight. It's like one long climactic battle. Yeah. Also an amazing last page reveal. And then also a great map at the end. Who doesn't love a good map? I love maps. Yeah. Maps are the original comic books. Wow. The cities were the heroes. The legend. The cities were the heroes and the... 
the bridges were the villains. <laughs> what? That's not true. <laughs> yep, cities versus bridges. That's no, the original no, comic book. Oh that's where the Bible came from. <laughs> oh my god, it's true. Moving on to an Archie comic. This is coming out May twenty second. So hey, we'll don't be... spoil anything. All right. <laughs> <Mild. Cool. laughs> yeah, yeah, Justin. Riverdale season three, number three. Now we've been really enjoying this comic. I think I, I know you've been a little bit mixed about some of the issues. Some of the some of the issues because there's a lot. Of, there's divide the stories are divided up a little bit. So maybe you don't like all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's two stories in every issue. Uh, this ties into the third season of Riverdale. Uh, this issue, we get two different stories. One about Josie, who has uh, sadly left us on Riverdale. So we get a yep. nice look back yeah. for, with her. And the other one is about... Fighting. <laughs> it's about uh, Archie boxing. It's about Joaquin in the Oh, right. Uh, okay, okay. It's Joaquin. The... Right. Uh, so Child what jail. I really liked about this issue, I feel like with this issue, this comic is really starting to hit its groove as telling the untold stories of Riverdale, that it's giving us a lot of the necessary backstory that there is never time for on the show, so it's nice yeah. to get it through this comic book. And I agree, especially the first story, which was sort of um, the uh, Sweet Pea Josie uh, yeah. backstory that we never got, hashtag Split Pea. Um, <laughs> that I don't, <laughs> such a tool. I don't have anything more to say. I was just trying to build up, <laughs> trying trying to, build up to saying that yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, I, get that. Cool. I thought but, of it and I wanted to say it, so then I said it. Hey. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that our lives? Yeah, wow. isn't that yeah. It's nice to have an outlet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say that I really, pre- I really like the art and how well they kind of look like the characters that we love, especially their kind of like mannerisms. It feels like the artist watches the show and really pays attention to the kind of like stuff that the actors are doing. And it's nice to see that in the comic book so it doesn't feel so not connected. It really helps with making the connection. Yeah, Yeah, we do, for those of you who don't know, we do a regular Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark. Um, I certainly get hit up by a lot of people being like, hey, are we ever going to find out about this? Is this going to be on the show at any point? Are they going to talk about this? Why have they never had a conversation about this? And to get back to it, I mean, this is repeating a little bit of what I just said, but I think that's what this comic book is providing. So if you are a fan of the show and you are frustrated by... Why did they not explain how Joaquin ended up in juvie or anything like that? This is a great read because I know they've been coordinating with the production. So it is in canon. It does matter. Um, It's it's good. I think I think that's really great. Uh, Sorry. Uh, But I just think that like this show is so high octane and they drop a lot of stories just because they, they, they want to keep this kind of intense pace. So what a great idea to then have a comic book that kind of picks up the stuff that hasn't been uh, talked about or explored, and then you have this whole world to kind of write in. Especially a character that you don't understand the motivation of, like Joaquin, uh, where you're just <laughs> like, oh, man, and you sort of maybe even are like, oh, I used to like him, and now I don't because I don't know why he did that. Mm-hmm. This comic literally shows you, and you get to ride along with his emotions as he's dealing with... A, Fucked up situation in child jail. Yeah, there yeah. you go. All right, Hashtag Slippy. <laughs> definitely pick that up when it comes out May 22nd. Moving over to another Marvel comic book, Savage Avengers number one. This is from Jerry Dugan yeah. and Mike Diodato. Another Punisher. More Punisher, bro. I feel like I'm being punished. So if you didn't read Avengers No Road Home, which was a follow-up to... Uh, what was the event that they did before that? Avengers... 
No Way Back or whatever it was. Yeah. Basically, it was like a writer-artist jam is essentially what was going on uh, with all the Avengers characters. Avengers No Road Home brought Conan into the Marvel Universe and left him there in the Savage Land at the yep. end. So that's where we pick up. This comic book essentially is like a Conan comic book in the Marvel Universe using yeah. some of the Marvel characters. It's not explicitly Avengers yet, uh, but it's building up weird cults and elder gods and lots of blood and guts and stuff like that. Pete, you're smiling from ear to ear yeah. here. What did you think about this This book? is just fantastic. Absolutely phenomenal comic where we kind of... Uh, and also what's great is Wolverine kind of digs on his team a little bit there. He was like, yeah... Typical Avengers leaving people in random places because uh, Conan's like, yeah, I've been here for a while in Savage Land. You guys just left me there. Uh, I, I think this is a fun kind of setup, really intense, too, with the way they're just like murdering people and dumping them in a bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it, the title. Did you know so- that's how cereal feels all the time? Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I hope not. Imagine being a Cheerio. Uh, well, geez. I think it's no great thanks. to start yeah. your day with murdering something. You know what I mean? That's how you really know you're yeah. awake and things are going well. Uh, but yeah, I, I think- heard you're too scared to take on a regular wheat, so you only take out the mini wheat. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, dude. I'll take regular size wheat. You take and- a whole wheat biscuit. You know oh, how big man. those things are? Yeah, I've seen them. It's like the size. It's like a baby arm. So I'd like to have a Weetabix. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just think that this is a great use of the characters and fun, and the title really s- sells it for you. Savage. Yeah, so if you're into that, then you're going to love this comic. The art is phenomenal. The violence is just mwah, perfect. Biggest thing I missed about the title, I feel like it should be Savage Steve Avengers. <laughs> Savage Steve. <laughs> Savage Steve. Savage Steve Avengers? saying it. <laughs> like Savage Steve Holland. Pete? He's referencing something that I think you're supposed to know. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you don't know that? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, Alex is unhinged. We yeah, naturally found an organic way mm-hmm. to get to that point. Um, th- th- this is like a big fight between Conan and Wolverine. Yeah. Like most is, of the issue is that. Yeah, which is great. And then they... Uh, you know, Conan gives uh, Wolverine a drink. Oh, he's the director drink. of Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer. <laughs> How were you expecting Pete to know that? I don't know. It seems like I think Pete would know. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I like the the line that Wolverine had where he's like giving Popeye his spinach, giving Wolverine some beer. That's great. Yeah. These guys are hard partying bros yep. just looking for something to stick a knife into. Whoa, whoa, and if dude. that's your kind, that's whoa. truly what happens. Swords dude, and come on, he's got don't, knives. Don't make Wolverine it has knives on his hand. Was it Uncanny X-Force, the Rick Remender X-Force, where everybody was super sharp? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This room, I mean, this is very I think it was different. just X-Force. Uh, uncanny it? X-Force. Oh, it was Extreme X-Force, I think. Uh, I think it was just X-Force for a okay. while. Okay. Was it Savage Steve X-Force? <laughs> <laughs> what is... What is director? I just told you his name is Savage Steve Holland. Yes. Okay. Well, classic film director. Uh, Jesus, you guys, I can't believe you did that. I'm sure he'll appear in this book, Savage Avengers. Probably. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot. I thought this was fun. I'll I'll tell you what, we're talking about the Punisher way too much in this episode of the podcast. Spoiler. One, two, three. He does show up at the end. There's a great twist with what's going on that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see how they all get together and shoot things and stab things. Well, you know, you don't make Punisher upset like that. I mean, to start. I mean, he's going to. Oh, I you mean, don't want to start with him angry. Yeah. 
Yeah, you want to just kind of <laughs> try to avoid the you Punisher. You would not enjoy the fact that he is angry. It's going to be yeah. really fucked up when he shows up and figures out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. What if he doesn't make it? And a normal thing is the Punisher who uh, kills criminals on the streets of New York going to the Savage Land and oh. fighting cults. Oh, Very That's natural. a pretty normal thing. Busy dance card. Yes. <laughs> but what Are if he's, you from the 50s? What if he's flying? Busy what dance if he's, card. What if he's wait, checking into TSA right. and he gets busted? No, he's not going to Great question. Last thing we're going to talk about from DC Comics, DC's Year of the Villain number one, again with the title stuff. Come on, guys. We get it. It's a DC comic. You don't need to brand it that way. End of review. Wow. It's such a it's harsh It's just take. Year of the Villain. It's not DC's Year. No, it's year. DC's Year of the Villain. It's a DC comic, but you don't have to say that. The title you is have year to of- say it. Alex, you, I think you've What's really... What's the ISBN number, real quick? <laughs> you've jumped the shark. Just real quick, Just real quick. You Just jumped the shark, Alex. Yeah, okay, so DC's Year of the Villain uh, is kicking off with this book. This is the setup book for that. As you can imagine, the villains are taking over the DC universe, uh, and this sets up that big Uber story that's going to be running for the rest of the year. It kicks out of Justice League that has been setting up this Uber battle between the Legion of Doom and the Justice League. Legion of Doom led by Lex Luthor. So we get notes of that. We get teases of other things that's going on, uh, teases of hundreds, possibly thousands of comics coming out over the next year. What would you think about this kickoff? Well, I think it had a really cool start, and I kind of wish it ended earlier than it did. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved it. It's a whole year. No, but I would just loved if the comic ended after, you know, spoiler, Lex Luthor killed himself. So that would have been awesome, because that seems like a good ending to me. It's crazy that he's done. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'm super, super Superman won. Yeah. <laughs> he, Lex it's Luthor. weird to kick off the year of the villain with the heroes finally winning. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Strong choice. Well, Superman... Strong. Lex Luthor dad killed a cell phone. Big week for him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he comes back by the end of the issue. You know that, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, you don't know that. And I think he's going to be I mean, a you major just focus. see his body floating. You see his body liquid. flowing, and they're like, it's going to be exciting when Lex Luthor comes back, and then there's like five pages talking about how Lex Luthor is coming back. Well, they, you know, it's all rumors. It's hearsay. That wouldn't rumors, be cool. Yeah. They do publish back. a lot of rumors. It yeah. is funny how every comic book ends with a rumor yeah. at the end <laughs> yeah. that sort of teases you to pick up the next issue. Yeah. My mm-hmm. favorite section of any comic is the last page, the, hey, you didn't hear it from me page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wink, wink, we nudge, nudge. Are you talking about the Lex Flex page? Is that what, that's that what it is? Yeah. We're <laughs> the Lex Flex? Yeah, where they talk about Lex Luthor is coming back. Uh, the whole so it, it seems like this a year uh, this event is going to be built around Lex Luthor going around powered by Perpetua and uh, she is making I, oh, the no he's dead didn't you read the he, comic you let him finish he what is he's powered saying, by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered that hot take uh, powered by Perpetua who they pull from the other side of the source wall and all that craziness and now he's going to be powering up all of the villains giving them extra powers almost like ha- what happened many years ago with Neron yeah I was about to say it's like a underworld unleashed part two basically. Yeah. Uh, Which is fine. Do you mean to say Neo? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, is it Neuron or Neuron? That's a great point. It's literally another thing. (laughs) Um, I actually like that event. Uh, particularly the issue of Starman that crossed over with that, uh, um, which had longstanding um, repercussions for uh, the Starman universe. Um, so hopefully, if all these stories are going to be smaller stories focused on like what happens when the hero-villain balance gets out of whack and the villain is too powerful for the hero, like Batgirl's a focus in this issue. And uh, I- I'm excited for yeah, the Yeah, I event. also, it's 
very done, but I'm always there for a good villain's win story. Yeah. Like, if they head into a thing where the villains get overpowered and take over the DC universe for a year, that's fun. I'm into that. I mean, then you get to nope. see, no, no, you don't like that at all, Pete. Nope. It, well, I mean, it's DC's year of the DC villain. It's uh, brought to you by DC Comics. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my it's, God. It's going to be good. Yeah, but I just... Uh, Right now, the v- villain's dead, the big bad guy. So it would be nice oh, if the God. next issue, if the next issue, yeah. that's just Superman like reading the paper, relaxing, enjoying a nice Saturday. Pete, I feel like I'm almost Lex Luthor is dead. DC sensitized <laughs> to your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to support the show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have in our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Also, subscribe at Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite app. And we'll see you at the comic book shop. Tune in and watch Alex slowly fall apart all this week. Whoop-a-dee! <laughs> Woo!